My name is Coach Tony. Hi, my name is Jalen Penny. Hi, my name is Kadeem Green. Hi, I'm Josh Collins, and welcome to the Tobin Series Podcast. Welcome to the Tobin Podcast, where I keep saying all the time we get better and better with every guest, and today's guest is going to be a good one. Although he's a Tobin member, Devontae, he's also a Juice member. And you know Juice is, Juice is to the heart. You know what Juice I'm saying? Juice is to the heart. Juice is to the heart. You feel what I'm saying? I know you guys obviously go way, way back from a long time, so this should be fun for you too. Yes, it should. Give, give, give us some feedback what you want to hear from today. Man, obviously you want to dig deep into the roots of um, our special guest here. But, you know, just have fun banter as always. And that's all we could ask for. For sure, for sure, for sure. Speaking of our special guest, let me introduce him. Former Division One basketball player, current pro basketball player. And I don't know if it's ever to say current or, 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 or former Tobin basketball player, but we're going to say current for uh, Tobin basketball player, Jalen Penny. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's great to have you on the show. We're happy to have you here. And we look forward to hearing about some great stories from you today. But before we get into your life and, and about your basketball career, we're going to get started off with the game. Okay, I'm ready. Yes, Jay. As we, as we like to start off every show, we start off a game called Overrated, Underrated. I'm going to okay. give you a couple names here. Whether it's basketball or non-basketball, you're mm. just going to give me if it's overrated or underrated. And if you have a little two cents, you can put that in there too. So let's okay. get started. Joe Kim Noah. Overrated. I definitely think overrated. Defensively, he was was okay. But offensively, if you're shooting a jump shot with two hands and balls going in the wrong direction, I, I can't respect you that way. Can't respect you. You, you, can't, you can't argue that one. You cannot okay. argue his form. You are exactly yeah. right when it comes to that. Paul Pierce. Underrated. Underrated? Yeah, okay. I, feel like, I feel like he doesn't get the, the due justice he deserves for his basketball career. I mean, he's, he said some crazy things, like when he said he was better than Dwayne Wade. But other than that, like, I feel like he deserves a little bit more of a little appraisers a little bit. He's living life right now and, and, and not be on ESPN anymore. Oh, yeah. He, that, what he did was wild, too. I don't know why he did that. I don't know why he did that. When it comes to his non-basketball life, he is absolutely yeah. nuts. But his, we gotta, we do have to give him more kudos for what he did on the basketball court. Mm. But um, next, I'm going to switch it up here a little bit. Nutella. Nutella. I feel like that's underrated, to be honest. Nutella, Nutella is good. It's not like, it's not the best. But I get, it deserves a little bit more, uh, a little more praises as well. Okay. What about bacon? Overrated. Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. Oh, thank you. Bacon really, is very overrated. As, as I got older, I realized bacon is not really like the way you feel after you eat bacon is not the best feeling at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to stick, I try to stay away from bacon right now, but it's definitely overrated for me. I honestly just don't like, like it has to be, I'm not a picky eater at all, but mm-hmm. bacon for whatever reason needs to be cooked in a particular way. I don't like it too burnt. Don't yeah. like it too soft. So that's – I don't know why that is for me. I don't, how do you feel about that, Stephen? I like bacon. I'm not going to lie to you. But I don't like – I don't like um, – was it pork bacon or whatever? I like turkey bacon. Mm. Okay. Fair okay. enough. Yeah. All right. Let me – now let's go back to basketball. I'd like to hear yo, what you got to say about this. James Harden. Mm. I, he's definitely not overrated. But I don't. I don't think he's underrated. I, I would say like I don't know. I would say he gets the praises he deserves, but like he definitely, he can definitely show a little bit more. I feel. I feel. Yeah, I think nine two wins that championship. I feel, but exactly, he's definitely, I, he's, he's definitely not overrated. So you're gonna put him in the middle. Okay, I understand yeah. that. I think he does. If he gets that championship this year, which they should, I think it calms down the narrative of James Harden. He's doing yeah. all these tremendous things, his career in um, Houston. But he got to win that chip now. If you're not winning this chip, it, it gives people some type of negative connotation against you or has something you, you'd a little especially, bit against you for something. Especially this year. If they don't win this year, it's going to be 
it's going to be difficult to get, a, get away from that. It's going to be extremely difficult. Yeah, very difficult. Last one for you, banana bread. Ooh, that's underrated. That's underrated. Yes, that's it is. Underrated. Yeah. Yes, it is. Banana bread. The bread is very good. Depending on how you make it, you got some ripe bananas. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's good. Chocolate chips or no chocolate chips? I'm good with either or. Honestly, <laughs> I'm good with either or. That's true. I like. I like. I like Fair enough, fair enough. That's, that's yeah. fair too. But it depends what you're feeling for, right? Like that's 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 valid. That's valid. That's valid. I got to ask you though, because you brought up, you know, when when Devontae was talking about Joakim Noah, you brought up the whole shooting with two hands. What do you think about was, was it was it Rick Barry? Was it Rick Barry who shot the who shot free throws underhand? Underhand. Oh, I mean, I feel like if that goes in for you, okay. But mm. me personally, if I seen like today, if we seen like somebody at the free throw line do that. I'm pretty sure we all look at each other like, what, like, what just happened? <laughs> but look, look, that's the difference, though. It was a free throw. Yeah. Go do what you want to do during the free throw. You know what I'm saying? You take your time. Nobody's blocking you. Joe Key want to do it in the middle of the game and then yeah. wonder why everybody else is mad at him when he misses. And, and nobody's guarding him. People are just looking at him. going like this, shoot it. It's not... so, then what about, so, so, so then what about Sean Marion? Sean yeah, Marion yeah, brought more to the game. His form, his form was ugly, but it went in though. So I <laughs> can't really say anything about that. Yeah, it went right. in. So I can't really say anything. Joe Noah, I don't even know what he like his jump shot percentage was, but I know it wasn't good. So fair, 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 fair. Hey, Jalen, I gotta ask you though, how has twenty twenty slash twenty twenty one been for you, man? It's been really crazy, honestly. Like, as a Canada's been locked down for like how long now? It feels like forever. Yeah. Uh, it's been difficult kind of just to get in the gym and work out or just hoop in general. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's been it's been crazy, honestly. it's like a movie out here kind of. Is there anything is there anything that, that differently that you're doing now that you're in a pandemic compared to you know when you had all the free time in the world? You know, like you just mentioned, it's hard to get in the mm-hmm. gym right now. So is there anything that you're you're taking up on or you taking up on again in terms of like you know maybe like reading writing drawing i don't know anything anything new that you've just, been doing i just feel like more more reading and just like i go on a lot more like just walks and just go outside and just mm. enjoy like the little things like time with your family and stuff like that what are, what are you reading these days um i actually started reading i picked up the kobe book again because i had it for like a while back but i didn't finish it mm-hmm. and then after i was just it was there and i was just like you might as well keep uh start all over again and read it again and it's actually a lot of like a lot of stuff in there that just uh mind mind blowing and eye opening we, we all know that kobe was was a family man you know definitely family for was, mm-hmm. was first for him and you mentioned family as well during the pandemic a lot of families right now are having troubles navigating throughout this you know navigating together and and coping throughout this pandemic how about mm-hmm. you and your family though how have you how have you guys been able to navigate this pandemic uh i feel like it's I feel like it's been like there's been struggles, but as like as together it's been it hasn't been that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only it's only me, my my mom, and my brother really. So like we've been uh, trying to stay safe and like keep out of like trying to be in situations where we like know the people or like where it's not too crazy where we can catch it or or like affect everybody in our whole family. So I feel like it's been pretty good. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. You being an athlete, you kind of touch up touch up up on it a little bit. Rec room or rec rec facilities being closed down right now. Gyms, uh, all that stuff is being closed. Doug Ford has been uh, promoting fast food restaurants, liquor stores. What are your thoughts on that? That's just crazy to me that it, that I think I seen a video on I think it was on Instagram, and like uh, some lady went to like Congress and was saying like I guess uh, that physical activity or like opening the gyms or whatever would like help reduce the level uh the chances of getting covid belinda and, her, her name is belinda i think right yeah yeah yep. shout out belinda I, man shout out belinda yeah, shout out her and when i seen that i was like it's crazy that somebody that had to do that to like make them open their eyes up and be like oh maybe we should open up the gyms but like places like lcbo are still open and there's still fast food restaurants like and you're telling people to stay home so i feel like what are you you're not really promoting good health at this point because I feel like physical health also has to do with mental health too, so I feel like that could also affect that too. So I feel like it's not really a good message to put out there, especially for the kids. 
Facts, facts. I'm 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 done with this pandemic talk. I'm I'm over it. I was going to want to get your opinion on it real quick. But I gotta ask you though. I gotta ask you a little something. We're all gonna smile mm-hmm. with this one. I, I feel it already. In a game of King's Court, you, Devante, Darnell. <laughs> Best of five. Who's winning and what's the score each game? I mean, you know, you have to take yourself as a hooper, you have to take yourself for the win, no matter who you're playing. All right. I feel like I'm gonna take myself if we're playing five games. I, I, you know, I'll give them. I'll give them each one each. And I'll, take, <laughs> oh. I'll take. I'll take the three. I'll give them one each, and I'll take the three. So, you know, I'll, I'll do that. I'll be. I'll be nice in that way. I want to. I want to say I'm gonna win all five. I'll take. I'll give them wow. one each, and then after I win the, I'll win another three. Wow, Devante, don't worry, bro. I got. I got you. I'll, I'll make sure I, I clip this one out for you. I'll send it to you. You can post it on your on your grab because I know wow. you've been that's, you've been wanting these ones. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say is wow, because you know what. Yeah. You gotta take you gotta take yourself, Debo. You gotta bet on yourself. So what you're saying is you're just saying it by default. You're just saying it to say it. You don't, no, you don't believe in the statement. You're I believe I believe it, but young hoopers out there, no matter who you're facing, you gotta bet on yourself. Shout out Fred Van Fleet. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out Freddie, man. Shout out Freddie, oh, man. I have another scenario for you. Mm. You're on a three-on-two fast break. You have Devontae sprinting the lane on the left side. You have Darnell sprinting the lane to the corner on the right side. What? Fill in the blank. Tell us what's, what's happening next. Yeah, that's a great question, Steven. That's, that's a great question. That's a great question. What, what's, the, what's the time to score looking like? Do we need a three? Do we need a, a quick bucket? Um, just this, this is about the fourth or fifth time it's happened. You know, you're just fourth third quarter. Time. Just third quarter. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving you any, any other scenarios prior to that. This is This okay. is... This is this this is talk your exposure. You feel me saying? So okay. we we got we we I want to know what <laughs> I want to know your scenario. Third okay. quarter, about for the fifth time that you've done it. Give us give us a play by play. Hold on, let I me think... put my two let me put my two cents in. <laughs> Steven said I'm on the left side, mm. and I'm a right and I'm right handed. Well, you could dunk both both hands though. Just, just keep that out there. You and you could two hand flush as well. I've seen it. I've seen you. You actually, you actually a better dunker with your left hand. From what I've seen, you dunk more with your left hand on the left side than you do with your right on the right side. From what I've seen, that's that's actually very true. I just want to put true. that out there for you, Jay. My fault. But you know what? I think I'm a, I'm addition to my man Devo because he might catch a, a body, and then that's gonna make us you know turn up the level. We might come get another steal. Then I can yeah. hit it, Darnell. Maybe Darnell hits the three or not. We don't know. Mm-hmm. And after, <laughs> and after we go from there, hopefully he hits it. Go on a little run, get a little momentum. All about momentum. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Momentum. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to reverse the roles a little bit here right now. You're the trailer, or would you run the lane to the basket? Sorry, you're the trailer. Would you run the lane to the basket, or would you, would you uh, spot up in the corner? I feel like I feel like I'll, I'll go to the basket. Can you I'll co-sign this, Devante? Definitely can co-sign that. Listen, if it if it's the scenario you put in place, third quarter. We're trying to go on a run. We're trying to get momentum going. I'm throwing yeah. it up to JP. Trying to get a dunk. Out to Darnell. You got to dunk it. You got to scream a little bit. Everybody else starts screaming and you get turned up. Good momentum. You could always get a three-pointer, right? Because oh, yeah. you can shoot when you can shoot. It's not every day you get to throw a lob. Fair. I mean, right? in, today's, in today's basketball, obviously, people are going to go to the three. But, you know, back back when I was younger, it was like to lay up. Well, that was too easy. Yeah. So I would say I would definitely say the dunk. Fair enough. Okay, and as you know, uh, Jalen, you know this is a Tobin series podcast. You know, mm. give us your thoughts on Tobin basketball as a whole. I mean, I I love Tobin basketball. Honestly, I think this is my. I played like two or three uh, tournaments with them last year, last summer, and it was my first time, and uh, I actually enjoyed it. It was. A lot of good talent together, and no matter what, we all played together. We all like a family. Uh, we went to we went to Halifax. We won that tournament, and it was it was just fun. It was just like a lot of it was like being uh, young again, just playing basketball. Nobody cared who scored. Uh, we could talk to each other in any way because we were all close, and no one took it to heart. So I, I really enjoyed it. And Stephen. Might be, you know how sometimes this Wi-Fi could cut out. If you hear me cut out, the show still has to go on. Continue <laughs> to fill in for me, please. But we like to ask everybody this question as everybody's question is different. How did you coach Tony B? 
Um, me and we actually played against each other, so it was on point uh, program, and he always had a team on there, and I always played with Drew and on point. And uh, it was after I think we played them in one league game, and I had like six or seven threes or something like that. And then after that, like I obviously I knew some players I played on his team with him. So then after that, I guess he just he just reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to come to a tournament. I think it was in uh, Syracuse, and I went to that one tournament, played well, and he just kept asking me to come to more tournaments, and I was like, yeah, why not? Now, you played against Tobin in the Pink mm -hmm. City Classic Tournament in 2018 at Seneca. Yeah. So were you able to see, you know, the evolution of the team? What were your thoughts back then? Uh, back then, uh, they, were, they were good back then, too, and it was always like, everybody was always like, when everybody heard Tobin, everybody was like, oh, we got to you got to bring your A game that game because they always have tough players on the team. And I actually knew, like, one of the players, uh, Jamal Reynolds, he played with them. So he was always telling me I should come play with them, but I, like, never did. And after we played them, and it was just – it was a good game. It was very – it was a good game, but it was just – we I think we lost that game, honestly. Yeah, we did lose that game. Omer, you, you guys lost because Julius got hurt, man. If Julius never got yeah. hurt, you, you guys would have won that game. I know, yeah. I know that one hurt me. I know that, hurt, that one hurt you guys more because you guys were actually playing, but – yeah, my bad, my bad for stepping in right now, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's what happened. I remember the, uh, we were I think we were winning or it was a close game, and Julius got hurt, and then after that it was like I think we lost by like five or something like that. It was a close game, but after that I was really like I started seeing them more at other tournaments. I started hearing them winning other tournaments as well. So I was like, oh, okay. Now, you've been around Coach Tony a little bit longer than I have. You know, can you mm -hmm. talk to us about you know what are your thoughts on Coach Tony? And um, what what he's done to develop his players on his squad? Yeah, Coach Tony is like I be saying all the time. Like he's gonna have to do the things that he does, like paying for us to go to tournaments or like putting us in tournaments or even getting us uniforms or anything like that. Like the fact that he does it out of the kindness of his heart and he just like loves basketball. I'm really appreciative for that. Quick hitters, here. favorite memory, Tony moment. Definitely, yeah. definitely, uh, Halifax when we won. And we won the, the money, definitely. Steve, everybody's saying how we should have been definitely. out here, man. We, Halifax, Halifax was like that was that was probably the top point of the of the summer. That was it was fun. It was okay. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Who's your favorite Tobin teammate? Sorry, I'm I'm, 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 I'm don't I'm, put I'm, me I'm, in there. Yeah. I'm, pu I'm putting my foot down. I'm going to Halifax next year. Coach Tony, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Tony, definitely. I'm there. I definitely definitely should go. <laughs> but, uh, oh, Tobin, that I've played with. That you played with. Mm. I got like I got like I just got like three. Can I say three of them. Yeah. So, first one, obviously my boy Darnell. I got to got to shout out to my boy Darnell. Fuck uh, Darnell. Second no, one. Darnell's <laughs> <laughs> getting a lot of slander on here. You're not gonna <laughs> like this. You're not gonna like this. <laughs> That's second boy, one, man. second one, got to be uh, Josh, Josh Collins, definitely. Josh in in Halifax, Josh is like Steph Curry. Like we went there and people were looking at him like he was a legend. I was like, I was like, what did you do here? <laughs> like it was amazing. And third, probably uh, I would say Chad. Definitely Chad. Yeah. Shout out to Chad, man. Shout out to Chad. That's a, that's a that's a household name right there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, before we announce where you went to play collegiate basketball, we actually want to talk about, you know, Christian Faith Academy. Did mm -hmm. you have any expectations or thoughts going into that year? Kind of lead us up to that. Uh, I mean, before that, like, I was – I went to high school in Ajax, but I wasn't really, like – at that time, I was, like, tall, but I didn't really play a lot. Mm -hmm. So my confidence wasn't, like, 100%. So I didn't – I think it didn't change until I started playing grassroots. And then I started realizing that I could compete with, like, higher – higher end players and actually hold my own. So then going to the going into Christian Faith, I thought like, I mean, I guess like how we all thought back in back in those days when uh everybody was going prep school, like you're about to get like unlimited offers and like it's about to be like a different experience. I actually thought I can't rely remember Zoe 101. Yeah. I really thought that's what I was about to go to. Like I was like <laughs> that's what that's what prep school was like. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, it wasn't like that, but it was. It was definitely a. It was definitely a, like good experience for me to get where I ended up going and experiencing other things. So hold on. Do, do you just compare 
where you thought you were going to go to Zoe 101. <laughs> hey, how it go? Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely thought about it be like that. Shout out Jamie Spears, man. <laughs> so, now, was there ever a moment if, you know, was there a moment of doubt if you should continue playing while you were there? Uh, I wouldn't say while I was there. I feel like when I was there, I mean, my first year I played, I played like a, I played like off the bench. I wasn't really like a starter because we had the older players. But the next year I was a starter and like one of the main people on the team. I feel like it, I feel like when I was like doubting if I was going to play after was after I graduated because I didn't have uh, my, my, trans, my credits from Canada didn't transfer over. So I was ineligible. Wow. Yeah. So I, I had to take, I literally had to take the ACT like, I think like two or three times before I got like the score I needed oh, to go shit. get to a school. So I was literally for like, after, after, uh, after CFCA, I was at home for like a year, just doing the ACT, working out and just talking to schools. And then after, uh, but the, during that time I was, I was like, I was, I didn't know if I was about to play after or if I, what I was about to do or where I was about to go. So I would say like about that time when it was, I was, I was definitely second guessing. Now, with that being said, you know, was going there and leaving Canada the best decision for you? Looking back at it, would you change anything? Uh, I feel like for me personally, yeah, it was the best choice because yeah. I feel like if I didn't, if I didn't end up going over over to North Carolina, I wouldn't get the exposure I got or end up going to school I was going to because uh, I feel like it helped me focus more on school because uh, over here was a lot more distractions with people you know bigger classrooms and so it's, you're at home and you can do whatever you want basically so I feel like uh in my case it was a it was a good it was a good idea yeah okay I know that's a great statement Steven you want to mm -hmm. say something oh okay, okay. now you saw a New Mexico State in 2014 mm -hmm. why did you choose New Mexico uh, I choose I chose New Mexico honestly because it felt more it felt comfortable like we had like I think we had like at the time when I got there, we had like five, six or seven Canadians already from like Toronto. Mm -hmm. So like I knew like a, I think with my class there was like three of us from from Toronto that I knew already. So I felt more comfortable knowing there's people that I know from Toronto, from the city that I can actually you know if I if I'm out there lonely I'd be like we all have something in common, we all can hang out and talk together. Uh, three of us we redshirted together when I got there, so it was it was more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I, I got to ask you, though, who, who recruited you? Uh, Paul Ware. Paul Ware? Yeah. Okay, okay, he used okay. To, he, used to, yeah, he used to coach at New Mexico until this year, yeah. Actually, that actually brings me to my next question. I'm, I'm, I was actually about to ask you, uh, why does New Mexico State recruit so many Canadians? Like, what intrigues them about them? Or what intrigues us about them? Or, sorry, what intrigues us, them, to us? Whatever the hell I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Obviously, whoever, whoever's listening to this, English is a key language. <laughs> English is a key language. But um, I was curious, but I guess that makes sense now because of the coach, you know, that's from Toronto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he has, a, like, a major plug in because he's from Toronto. So I think it, start, it all started with uh, – it wasn't even, like, the first Canadian I think they got was – his name is Ernst, and he's from Montreal. Mm. So I think ever since then, they've got – they had Ernst. They had uh, CK – they had Daniel Mullings, uh, they had Sim Boulard, Tandrier, yeah, uh, me, Matt, and it was it was like a it was like a whole list of us. Yeah, shout out Sim man, ninety two is man. What can I say? That's what we do, baby. That's what we do. Yeah, Devontae, we know your ninety six class is the best. Yes, yes, whatever. We get I it. I didn't Come say on. that. I didn't say that. We you had you didn't say that right now, but we've had conversations before where you've mentioned ninety six classes is one of the best. 96 class is the class of innovators. We we don't play basketball, but if you put us five and five, we'll kick everybody's ass. I'll leave it at that. You see oh. what I mean, Jalen? Oh you see what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. That's a, that's a whole different discussion for another day. A whole oh different discussion, gosh. man. A whole different discussion. That's an IG live discussion. That is. Hey, <laughs> you're giving me an idea, Devontae. But, <laughs> um, you know, shout out to all the Canadians that went to, that went to New Mexico State. So you're a Lobos, if you don't, if, if I'm not mistaken, you're a Lobo. Oh uh, no, that's that's <laughs> our, that's New Mexico. We're we're an Aggie. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah. I want to know though, Jalen, what was your NCAA realization moment? 
Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the NCAA now. Like, was it when you had your Zoe one-on-one moment where you're looking <laughs> at the campus? Or was it one of those where, like, you're, see, you're seeing, you know, everyone kind of be at the same level as you, basketball-wise, or whatever it might be? Give us your NCAA realization moment. Honestly, I feel like my first year when I registered, it was probably, like, in the beginning, uh, I could practice for, like, I think it was, like, 10 days. And it was the first couple practices. I was, like, I mean, we're all used to, like, High school practice is not really that serious. Maybe you'll run some plays. Maybe you'll play some five on five, get some shots up after. But like that practice was like I, at the end of the practice, I was dead tired. I think I went home and probably slept the rest of the day. <laughs> and then the fact that you had that, then you had weights, and it was just uh, but like for like on the court, like when I actually played, mm-hmm. I would say it was probably. Um, I forgot who we, I think we played at, we played, my first game we played at Wichita State. So this is when they had Fred Van Vliet, Ron Baker, and uh, I think, it, I think this, the other guy's name was like Cotton or whatever. Nick and, was uh, we, too, right? Yeah. And I think we played, the, I think, I think it was actually the year after he graduated. Mm. So, th- so I think it was, we played them there our first game and I think, I forgot, somebody on their team stole the ball and like for the first point like dunked it. And after the whole crowd had like, teared up newspaper and they all just threw it in the air and I was sitting there like like in awe <laughs> I was like I was like well, this is this is NCAA basketball and like their crowd was crazy like you couldn't even hear like the plays being called on the court it was just like it was something like crazy honestly fair enough fair enough yeah. you obviously you you obviously mentioned you know you're there you redshirt your first year there so you you attended New Mexico for for uh four years during those four years, though, who was your toughest teammate to check and who was the teammate that couldn't guard you? Put him on blast. It's the time. Put him on blast. Yeah. This is talk your exposure. It's what we do over here. We want all the smoke. Toughest teammate to guard? I ain't going to lie. Is, uh, I play with Pascal Siakam, so I'd probably be Pascal. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he was – I mean, he wasn't like he wasn't like the player he is now. Like, so he wasn't on the wing. He was more in the post. But he had the same footwork. I mean, he was taller and – more athletic and a higher motor than everybody. So I, for, mm-hmm. I say with him, player that couldn't guard me. Uh, dang. Saying that there, there was two men me, to guard you, huh? Me, me, <laughs> and my, me and my, me and my, uh, me and my boy, uh, Matt Taylor, he's from, he's from uh, Toronto too. We used to go, we used to go back and forth in practice. I would say that, yeah. I would say that, yeah. Okay, so 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 we so we, we had Josh on here the other day and he was talking about one of his good friends, you know, Enrico, and he said they live together, you know what I'm saying? They have to share the same bathroom, share the same fridge, share the same everything. Obviously, you're talking about Matt Matt Taylor, if I'm not mistaken, Matt Taylor. Mm-hmm. So obviously it seemed like you guys were had the, the Canadian connection. What yeah. was it like? What was it like, you know, if he, if you had the best of him that day or if he had the best of you that day, what was it like for the both of you guys after practice? I mean, for a hit like me. If I get the best, I'm not really, like, the shit talker, like, off the course. So, like, I'll just leave it and just, like, I might say, like, a one-two little slick comment or, like, joke around. But him, I mean, not not this so much now, but back in the day, like, he he liked to talk a lot of, a lot of shit. So, <laughs> you definitely you definitely hear about the rest of the day and probably until the next practice. And then I would, would just go keep on going back and forth. In practice, you talk. It was, it was, it was something you didn't want to hear all day in your ear, honestly. Fair enough, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're going we're gonna to hopefully get a little more humor. You know, I want to know, talk to us about your most embarrassing moment at New Mexico. Embarrassing. Whether, whether it was, it was, you know, I'll give you some ideas. Whether, you know, film session maybe where you did something wrong in film and the coaches looked at you and said, fuck you, Jalen, for, <laughs> for doing X, Y, Z. Or, or, you know, uh, you're trying to you're trying to shoot your shot with a shorty, and a shorty said, "Uh-uh, not really. No, it's not today." Or you you had a game winner that you missed, or whatever it might be. All right, I think I, I got two. First one is basketball. Uh, yeah, same coach Paul. Where he had like this, he had like this thing where like before film, he put up, like a funny clip that happened in the game. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like it was a scrimmage. We scrimmaged like Denver, mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't know how, but like I like nobody was beside me. I like it looked like I tripped over like the line. And I fell, and literally he put before the before like the clip of me falling, he put sniper sniper warning, and then he put this he put the sniper thing and he went like that, and then I fell, and everybody started laughing, 
<laughs> so probably that moment and non-basketball, I think it was it was definitely my redshirt year. Uh, we were kind of wild. So it was like all the people that were registering with us, it was like four or five of us. We, for some reason, we were finished working out and somebody left the keys in the golf cart. So my team, so my team was like, yo, let's take the golf cart back to the cat, back to our dorms. So we're like, all right, whatever. So I don't know why I decided to hop in the back of the golf cart with Tanvir, who's the tallest and the biggest out of all of us. <laughs> so he's driving, he's driving the cart and he makes like, I'm not holding on to the side and he's like, well, oh, I gotta make a quick turn. I'm like, what? And he turns and all I, I'm just out the cart. Like I'm just out the cart and I'm on the ground. I'm just laying there. And I'm just like, what? Like, I, I couldn't feel nothing. I'm just like, what just happened? And after they Everybody came... Does... Me, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. They came, picked me up, and I was like, I had a little couple cuts, and that was about it. Anybody that's been in a golf cart knows at the back of it, there's hardly any grip, man. You got to hold off a dear life. Any. And I wasn't holding on to anything. And I, I, I was out of that golf cart. Something, something a little bit more special, you know, to you during, while you're playing Division One. Uh, your junior season, you guys go on to win your conference and earn, earn your bid into the tournament. What was it like to hear your name being called for the NCAA March Madness tournament? It was actually crazy. It's like, a, I mean, we all had that dream when we wanted to play at Division One, to going to March Madness because that's where we, that's where we basically saw it. And just to hear our name, just to hear the name was crazy. Just to be able to go to it and see like. I was operated playing against all the top teams. You see the top players that they've been that they talk about on TV, and uh, just like being able to just see the environment, atmosphere, and the, all the the whole crowd is just it was crazy, honestly. That's awesome. Can, can you can you give us your 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 big your best March Madness moment? Best March Madness. I would say it was it was definitely my junior year. I think we faced we played Baylor. Mm. And we were winning most of the game. Like I, I felt like we were. About, it looked like we were about to upset them. It was kind of like the best and the worst moment at the same time. Because in the going up to halftime, we were winning, so you had that feeling like, oh, we might actually do this and keep, and move on. And then we end up losing by I think five or three points. But I feel, I feel like that's that'd be my oh. best moment. Yeah. So speaking of that for a second, when you saw Baylor win the championship this year, was it kind of bittersweet for you? It was a little. It was a little bittersweet. It's kind of it's kind of weird too, cause uh, when I played when I played last year in the NBL in St. John's, one of my teammates uh, he played for Baylor, I think the same the same time that we played them, so he would always talk he would always talk a little shit to me about it, and I'd be like, I'll talk try to talk shit back, and we go back and forth in practice. <laughs> so it was it was kind of bittersweet, but I mean they they definitely deserved it. They they played the best, or well, one of the best. They're one of the best teams. Well, they're the best teams throughout the college basketball and. They, they definitely showed at the end. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Your, your, your senior year, though, you mm -hmm. transferred to Cal State Los Angeles. Yeah. But before we ask you why you transferred, I want to know, what are your thoughts on the transfer portal? Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel like it's, like, crazy that everybody's transferring and that, like, they're saying that kids are quitting on their teams or, like, they're showing kids how to quit or whatever. But I feel like if coaches can, like, switch jobs year by year, and just leave. Why can't why can't kids take their own hand into the future and just go and go to another school if they want another opportunity? Yeah. And I feel I feel like I feel like uh I feel like it's good that they that some kids like some kids probably transfer for the wrong reasons, but I feel like most of them are transferring just for a better opportunity or a better program. Honestly, sometimes I I agree I agree with you, and I de I definitely agree with you. You know, obviously, like when you see somebody like a Seth Curry transfer from from Liberty over to to Duke, you know that yeah. the NCAA yeah, looks at it. It makes sense, 100%. Yeah. But the way the NCAA is probably looking at it is saying they're trying to stack up their team and, you know, make the biggest, the, the best of the best team. But mm. I don't understand what the difference is when you recruit 10 different five-star five star recruits out of high school and you're it's trying just, to be one and done like Kentucky. There's no yeah, difference the to that. The you same, know what I mean? It's the same thing. It makes no sense. But I'm like, at the end of the day, the NCAA is like a whole different topic because I feel like the way they move and the way they act or when it comes to, like, their student athletes is kind of like, it's kind of like shady in a way, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's kind of crazy to me that they're they're basing they're making money off the off kids that are playing basketball, trying to either make it pro or get an education, and they can't make any money off their own names. So it's, it's kind of crazy to me. That's another live topic that we should talk about yeah. today. That's definitely a, a great a great topic as well. Mon making money from NCAA uh, uh, athletes, hundred percent, hundred percent. But 
Pardon me? A thousand percent. Go ahead. A million percent. Fuck it. <laughs> but, uh, Crazy money. But I, I got to ask you, though. I got to ask you, though. You know, why did you transfer to Cal State Los Angeles? Uh, so after my junior year, well, after after my sophomore year, my uh, head coach, Marvin Menzies, he, he ended up leaving and taking a job at uh, UNLV. Mm-hmm. So then Paul Ware became my coach in our junior year. So then after that year, I think we were, I think we were on like a 22 game winning streak. It was like the longest winning streak in like the whole NCAA. Mm-hmm. And um, we ended up winning, going to the tournament, losing. And after he ended up leaving to go to New Mexico to get that, to take that head coaching job. So then after we got a new coach and the new coach came from uh, Bowling Green. I think he's still there right now, Chris Jans. And um, he, he came in and like, he, had a t- he sat down and talked to a bunch of us. And it just felt like he was trying to bring in his own players. And basically, like, he basically t- he basically said that uh, he didn't want me back. Like, it was either I can stay on stay in, stay in school and be on scholarship still but not be on the team, or I could transfer. So I just decided to transfer. Wow. Yeah. I hate when – I think we, we talked about this the other day with with, with Kadeem Green as well, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, Devontae. But literally, what I hate when coaches bring come in and want to change everything. Why are you mm-hmm. coming in to change everything when you already have something that's working? Like you guys just said, or like you just said, you guys were on a 22-game winning streak, made the tournament, and the players that were there, you guys had a lot of return, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we had a lot. Why would you bring in anybody? At least let that year run run off one more time. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? If I, I get it, you know, coaches sometimes don't always have the same philosophy as the other coach that brought in all mm-hmm. those guys. But let it rock out for a second. It's kind of like it's kind of like an NBA team that blows everything up after one year of going to like a championship or like going far yeah. in the playoffs or you know something like that. I know comparing mm-hmm. NBA to NCAA, it's not the same thing. But I'm just I'm just giving the the, the, the management type of like you know one blow up compared to the other blow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I don't know. I I, I hate when that stuff happens. It's, it it, it got to be the Ohio schools. Yeah. Right? yeah. So when we talked with Kadeem Green, he went to Ohio. Now it's Bowling Green, which is also in Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. It must be something yeah, so. that uh, I don't I don't know what's going on with Ohio, man. It was just like it was like it was kind of a shock to me, but I was at the same time I was like, I mean, like I was like, it was if it's time to move on, then it's time to move on. So it's it was kind of it was kind of late too. It was like it was like near the end of the end of the school year, like, and at that time I wasn't like, I didn't think I was going to graduate, so I was going to go back another year. But when he told me okay. that I ended, I ended up having to take a little extra summer courses to just to graduate so I can grad transfer, so I wouldn't have to sit out. Mm. So, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, I mean, that, that, it, it obviously worked out. Sorry, go, so my bad, Dante. Go ahead. Just real quick, because we're about to move here uh, to Cal State. Was mm. there a – how big was the rival between uh, New Mexico and New Mexico State? Because you're saying, Paul, oh. he moved to New Mexico. Isn't oh, that like a, a cardinal a, sin? Yes, that's like that's like – what is a what is a that's like in New Mexico that's like Duke and Carolina. Yeah, and that's, mm. how, that's how that's how big it is. Like when when we play each other, we play each other twice every year. Once at once in our arena and once in theirs. Mm-hmm. It's like packed. Everybody's everybody hates each other. We get there when we, when we go there. They're throwing eggs at our buses. They're outside yelling at us. Like it's it's crazy. Like, I I don't mean to laugh like, haha, but I'm laughing like it's like one of those movies, you know what I'm saying? Like one of those yeah. movies you, 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 at Division One school and everything. Like, and the the, the opposing team, the, the rival team and everything, it's like, F you guys, we don't want you guys here, get out of blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you guys are like, we live down the street, shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was literally crazy. Like, I was like, I was like, wow, it's like serious out here. And like, when he did that, like a lot of people at Dubesco, like, were very upset about that. It yeah. probably. Alumni was probably pissed. They're probably they're pissed. Yep. Yeah, yep. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Well, I mean, your your transition for, for you personally actually wasn't really such a bad thing. You know, your your yeah. first and fi- your first and final year at Cal State, you earned CCAA All Second Team. How can an award increase someone's confidence? I feel like it can increase your confidence a lot. Like it shows that the work you put in or the confidence that you have in yourself is working, and that you're actually as good as you think you are. Or, you're as you're as good as all the other players in whatever conference you are, whatever league you're in, whatever division you're in. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. No, that's that's always a good thing to be able to gain your confidence back. Because, like I said, we had Kadeem on here the other day, and he talked about injuries killed his confidence. So, Dude. just to be able to get an award and be able to get kind of get back to things. I'm not saying you're in the same position, but in my opinion, I think awards really do help 
you know, stuff like that, uh, stuff, stuff like your confidence to come I mean, back I, to a positive side. I say that's true, though. Injuries, coaches kill confidence all the time, too, as well. Yep. Like, yep. a lot of that stuff has mental effects on on athletes, and we probably don't say it or show it, but, like, we, we, we know it's there. What was something that you learned from Cal State that you didn't learn at New Mexico? I feel like from Cal State, I was just, like, that year was just, like, I was just able to, like, just have fun and play basketball and like I probably probably didn't have that much fun playing basketball until like my sophomore year was fun like that because my coach would just let me play through mistakes and playing playing like through mistakes and not being afraid that you're gonna get subbed out or you're gonna be yelled at or whatever it's, it's like mm -hmm. that's how we all played basketball before we even played NCAA or AAU or anything like that so like yeah it was just like it was just there was no really weight on my shoulder. I just went out there and just played, had fun, uh, tried to win as much as I could, and just whatever happened, happened at, the, at that point. Last question for me, and I'll get off your back after this, but are you satisfied with your NCAA basketball career? Oh, uh, yeah. I definitely think so, yeah. Like, I caught, I've been to – I went to two NCAA tournaments. Mm -hmm. I got two – I got two uh, conference championship rings. Went to the NIT – Played against, played with somebody in the NBA, played against people in the NBA. I feel like, I mean, what more can you really ask for? Us? Yeah, I definitely, right now, I'll tell you right now, I'll switch any day of the week. I'll switch <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> I mean, I, like, like, not a lot of people got to play in the NCAA tournament. Like, I know a lot of people that didn't get to, and like, that's like our dream. When we when we think about NCAA, that's the main thing that we do, we think about. So, yeah. I don't feel, I definitely, um, I'm happy with it, with how it went. I know, I, sorry, I know I said I'm going to get up and back after this. I'm not going to ask you more questions. But, Devontae, I want to ask you something, actually, because, you know, you you, you just mentioned that you, you would switch any other day of the week. If you could switch any other, any other day of the week, where would you go? <laughs> you would say something like Kentucky. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not, actually. I'm going to – I'm going my ass. I'm going to Washington in the Pac-12. That was my dream school. They had Coach uh, – Man, he's he's not there anymore. He's at Pepperdine. But he, uh coach Dumar, I forget what his name was, but he coached Tony Rome Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about light skinned guy, cool guy. Got in contact with him when I was in playing Indiana Elite. Just never got the offer, but extremely cool guy. Like I'm talking about we're at a real quick, we're at a tournament. You're not supposed to talk to coaches, but mm -hmm. our team was doing really well, great record. Everybody's getting recruited. He came up to me, pat me on the back, hey, good game. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to talk to people. Cool guy, right? So that was my dream school, going to college. I loved Tony Rome Jr. I loved Isaiah. I loved where it was. I loved the state of Washington. That's where I wanted to go. If I had the, ever had the option or started playing AAU uh, when I was younger, I would just lock that in. So that's where I would go. Actually, actually, wait. I think in if I could go back and go like to, back to the high school. Hold on, 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 hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I promise you, we will get to that. <laughs> okay, okay. I promise you, we will get to that. That's a that's a different spiel in itself. Okay. But um, now correct me if I'm wrong. After mm. you play collegiate, you know you see the uh, contract. Um, pronounce his name for me. Is it Albacete or is yeah, it Albacete? Albacete. Albacete in Spain. Mm. And yeah. with the St. John Riptide of the NBL, you know, mm. how do those contracts come about? Also, were you able to play? both the same year because I know it's kind of it's yeah. a different world now so yeah. how did that work out for you uh the con I had an agent at that time uh and he got me the he actually got me both he got me the Albacete one and the St. John's one tell so him to I, call me because I don't know who's doing that how they did that <laughs> go ahead sorry so uh yeah I went I went out to Albacete I probably play, I played like I was there for I want to say two three months mm -hmm. and it was a it was okay like Everybody dreams about going overseas. Like it's different. Uh, Spain was beautiful. It was kind of it was kind of tough. Not everybody sp spoke English, but uh, yeah, I played. I played for two three months out there. Uh, the coach was uh, like he was kind of weird, and like he obviously had his favorites. I got there a little late, so uh, I would play when I when I played. I played good and whatever. But uh, after a while, they stopped trying. They stopped like paying me, like giving me my money. So okay. I'm just like so I'm like. I told my agent at the time that they they didn't pay me when they were supposed to, and they kept doing it. So then after uh, after a while, he just axed out of my contract. 
and they had to pay up. They had to pay the money they owed me up front, and they got me a plane ticket. And I came home, and after I was probably home for like I want to say a month, and after I signed with the with the St. John's Riptide, and that's how I met. That's how well, I knew Darnell before that. But that's how me and Darnell got like a really close. So. Now, that's so interesting for the people that are listening to this, bro. Overseas is a very, very, very tricky. I don't know if tricky is the right word, but you got to watch what you do. You know, mm -hmm. some guys don't get – I take that as a blessing. I don't think some guys – I know some guys personally don't get that money up front. They mm -hmm. get what they get. I'm going to send you on a trip back to the crib, but yeah. you probably, I'll probably give you 25% of what I owed you because we mm -hmm. can't afford it right now. You got to swallow that pill. Here's your film, right? I've seen guys yep. do that time and time again. Now, with mm. that being said, would you return to any of those two teams in the near future if you had a choice? If not, overseas in particular, which country, where would you like to go? Speak it into existence, Laval or Bali. <laughs> go somewhere like nice and like somewhere warm. Probably like, honestly, I'll go to Australia. I heard Australia is nice. Probably go. Australia is cold though. It is? Like, yeah, like it's, 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 it's opposite of, of Canada. So when we have hot, when we're in summer, they're in winter. Mm -hmm. When we're, when we're in winter, they're in summer. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be, I'll be okay. Usually, usually when summertime there, you know, the season's like done, I'll come back home. It's warm. When it gets cold over here, I go back over there. It's cold. It's, it's warm, you know? So I'll, I'll either Australia, uh, I'll go back, I'll go back to Spain, but like if it was a different team, honestly, mm -hmm. I'd go, I'd go back to uh, St. John's if, uh, if it was the same coach that was there bef before as well. Uh, yeah, just honestly, I'm just open to anywhere. It's not, not somewhere that's a, it's a sketch or or that's like, like uh, I don't know if you've seen the video on Instagram where the people where they're playing the game and there's like a bomb threat. Yeah, they're yeah. all on the ground or on the floor yeah. and they run out. Yeah. If, that, if, if that happened to me, you got to send me home the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you sure you want to fly? During that time, we gotta do something to get. I gotta go home. If you're if you're in the middle of the game and and there's a bomb thing, you gotta lay on the ground. Uh, it's not safe out there. Yeah, man. Shout out to you know Xavier Immune. I know he's over there right now. You mm -hmm. know, there's been a lot of concern on speculation on what's going over there. I hope you're okay, brother, and you get home safely. Now, um, Jay, what was the hardest lesson you learned about being pro? Mm -hmm. If you have to give one. Uh, I would say that it's definitely the politics. Like, I feel like as kids, we just play because we love it. And if you're good, you know you're good. And there's no, like, there's no politics involved about who you know or who has this connection. But and when you get to the pro level, it's about who you know, who your agent is. Um, some Most of the time, most of the time, is if you're good, you're good. But most of the time is if you have... You could be mediocre or below that and have a great agent or have a connection and get a get a job that somebody else can't get. That's probably better than you. So I feel like it's just the politics, honestly. Well, that's a great point, you know. So just uh, to add on to this same type of topic, to all the kids listening to this episode, what are some things you recommend, Jay, to look out for when being offered a pro contract? Um, definitely read through the contract, fine print, everything. Do look at it. Look at it more than once. Have your have your family or whoever whoever is in your circle that you're close to or that you trust look over it as well. And um, I would say just be smart. Just do your research. You can. It's 2021. You can go on Google, type in a team's name, type in a coach's name, an agent's name, and all the information pops up and shows you what what you need to know. So I'd definitely say do your research. Definitely definitely look at the team as well. Like. Uh, YouTube it, see what their playing style is, if their play style fits how you play. So I would say just do all that if you want to be successful. Okay, no. Great point, and I thank you for that. Let's get this out of the way now. I'm going to hit you some with some quick hitters, and you're no just going to give me a spill. Great way to answer those questions. I appreciate you for that, because I know those some of those questions can be tough. Right? Mm -hmm. So, would you rather be a rapper or a singer? A rapper. Name me your top three rappers right now. I know two. Obviously Drake. Yeah. Obviously Drake. Uh, I'm gonna say Lil Baby. 
And my third. Mm. Honestly, I'm a little biased right now because I just heard that 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 coal and that coal is different. Oh, fire. It's different. Fire. It's different. That might be one of the best albums that he's dropped in 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 in, in yeah. ever. There's there's no skips on that at all. You can just play the whole thing, just let it run. Fire. So I, I gotta say J. Cole after after what I heard. So I, I gotta say J. Cole. It's been a while, but Shout out to Jay, man. I know he's trying to uh, great album, but I know he's trying to get some profit before he leave out. Yeah, yeah. Before he leave out. So, <laughs> hey, we got things business minded too. Now, if you had a choice to be an Avenger or or an X Men, which group would you be a part of, and who would you want to be? Definitely an Avenger. Definitely. Okay. Avenger. <laughs> Definitely. These are real one? quick hitters. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Which which one? Uh, dang. That's gonna be has to be a main one, or it could be like you know, like no, know. give give me a different. I like if it's not a main one. Give me a different. I, de one. I definitely want to be Black Panther then. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. R.I.P. Definitely. Okay. Definitely <laughs> has to be. Is there any particular forever. reason why? Oh yeah, because he's he's literally the first Black super <laughs> superhero. Okay. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. That's literally. all the That's all literally. the logic we need. One for one, Devante. <laughs> Now, if you were making a documentary on your life, what mm. would it be called? And who stars you? Who stars you? That's a good question. Mm. Who's a good actor? Who's a good young actor? You're, you're, you're trying to think young? Shoot, there's some, there's some older guys that look young. Jalen trying to see. Dylan trying got, to say, hey man, I'm young they, and I'm hot. Let's go. They got they gotta be able, they gotta be able to hoop too as well. Like, you know, we got little hoop scenes. Let's see. Let's see. Hey, hold on, Devon. Do you mind if I add to that then? If, if if that's the case, do you mind if I add to that? Go ahead. So so Jalen, who would who would who would stars you? But who would be one hooper? Let's say the, the star couldn't hoop. Who would be one hooper that would be your imperson impersonator or, or whatever? We know that. Devo already knows what I'm about to say. Impersonator, <laughs> impersonator got to be KD. I thought you were saying Darnell. <laughs> no, he could be. He could be an extra. You be extra. You be the guy getting dunked on. Darnell's yeah, yeah. gonna hate us. Oh my gosh! But definitely uh, an actor. Um, I would say. Mm, this is tough. As the body, you always say we got him in two, two, three chopping zone. This is tough. You got him in a two, three trapping zone at the top, man. <laughs> this is tough. I would say, I would say, yeah, I'm gonna come back to the actor one. The, the name, though, the name would be The Life and Times of J Penn. Oh, so you put in your, okay. Yeah. So this is documentary style, then? Documentary style. Okay. Okay. Like a like a like a KG documentary or like a like a more than a game type thing, you know? Okay. And gotcha. uh actor. Mm. This is tough. I'ma <laughs> say I don't even know what his name is, but where is he from? Oh, I would say you you, you watch Snowfall? Oh, you going with uh, goddamn Franklin Saint? Yep. What's his real name? What's his? It's like oh, it's something. It's something. Idris, or Damien? I think it's like Damien Idris or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what. Yeah, it I'll, is. Go, I'll okay. go. with him. You smart yeah, he, man. He is. Hey, he's he like a good actor. Two point Yeah, he's a good actor. He's a good actor. He is amazing. All right, all right, and Jay, we like to conclude this show with a game called "In a Perfect World." Now mm -hmm. I'm going to put you through a scenario. I said it will come back to you now. I'm going to put you through a scenario. You're going to fill in the blanks. So you're in North Carolina. You do what you got to do. In a perfect world, you're a five-star recruit, mm -hmm. right? You got every school in the country. Okay. It's time to make your decision at the end of your senior year. You can't pick New Mexico. Where are you going? Mm. Five, if I'm a five-star? Yeah. Hey, look, the five-star the other day, Patrick Baldwin, just committed to Milwaukee. He had Duke, that's Kansas. Different that's different, though. His, his pops is the coach. He's he getting all the shots. Right. You're right. 
They have a nice gym too. They do. Oh, I think I, honestly. Mm. I would say Kentucky, but the way Kentucky's looking nowadays, I don't know. The way Kentucky's moving nowadays. I don't know. Real suspect, man. Real suspect. Uh, real oh. sus. It used to be you go to Kentucky, you instantly get like top five pick. Now I. Perfect world. So if that's the school that you want, that's the school that you want. No right or wrong. I mean, if I'm five star, honestly, today, I might go G League still. Ooh. He's switching it up. That he's switching it up. Ooh. Hey, he's going to make a hard beat now. Yeah, we haven't had that one before. I might, I might have to go G League still. Okay. He want the money. Can't blame him. Can't blame him. <laughs> if, I, if I'm five star, I means I'm already on the draft board. You might as well go get ready. Might as well. And get some money in your pocket as well. I like that, Jay. I like he's he bringing something different to the game. He bringing something different to the game. Steven, I want you to get you. I, was, I, was, I was about to say LaMelo Ball, Brandon Jennings. You know, that, yeah. that's what you're trying to be like today. I you feel got, you. you got it. Hey, half these kids be going to school for one year, don't even be doing nothing in class anyways. You might as well. Hey. Might as well. <laughs> Y'all think we go to school? You think we pay attention at every class? God damn it. Shoot. Anyways, Steven, I want you to take your phone out because I'm going to do something. But as we continue this, we are in the G League now, mm -hmm. right? And you're doing what you need to do. You're a double-digit scorer. You, you are scoring on Jeremy Lin. You're scoring on Amir Johnson. Solidify guys in this league, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know how the draft goes. You can't, you can't pick where you want to go in the draft. But depending on your interview, Reviews. You can kind of say, oh, I didn't like this organization. This one's okay. You can kind of dictate verbally what you're going to do, right? Mm -hmm. So you are in, the, in this perfect world. Where would you go in the NBA? Steven, before he answers, type in the team in this group. Hold on. I, I, I need to pause this for a second. Give, give me one second. Hold on. So you are now in the G League, right? You're doing what you got to do. Double-digit score. You are in the talks of being a lottery. You are scoring on solidified names in the NBA. Jeremy Lin, Amir Johnson, the list goes on, right? Mm-hmm. You know how it goes. You can't pick where you want to go in the NBA, but you can verbally dictate, depending on these interviews, what organization you do like. So you can kind of fluctuate in between. Yeah. Now, Stephen, I want you to take your phone out before I ask him this question because you're going to give me your answer. Or we're going to show proof if we get it right. Mm -hmm. Which team, if you had a, the luxury to do it in a perfect world, would you go to in the NBA? You saw my answer already, Stephen. Mm -hmm. So you type yours. Put in the chat. I can't lie to you. I got two teams right now. I got two okay. teams. The first one, I want to go to Charlotte. I'm trying to go play with Lamelo because he's gonna pass the ball. <laughs> okay. Second one, I gotta I gotta go to the Nets because I'm trying to play with KD. I'm trying to play with James Harden. They need a small forward. KD can play the four. Good. Go win a chip. Okay, so for the sake for the sake of the game, Jay, I love both mm -hmm. options. Give me one. Where would you I'm go? Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Brooklyn. Honestly, I'm gonna go with Brooklyn. You're gonna go with Brooklyn. Okay, so now me and Stephen both put Brooklyn. By the way, we both play Brooklyn. By the way, now you're at Brooklyn. Some mm -hmm. way, somehow, in this perfect world, you're one of the top two scores. We'll say, right? Mm -hmm. But, see, this is what I like because now you changed the scenario up for me. And this is what I'm going to do in this case because I already know who you'd pick in a normal scenario. Mm -hmm. So, with the luxury tax, Brooklyn Nets don't have the best, but they're okay with money-wise. you mm -hmm. got to let one of those guys go, right? Mm -hmm. You have you, you can keep KD because that's what you're going to do. But mm -hmm. you got to let go of James or Kyrie. And in substitute of that, you get to bring in, let's put a rookie, sophomore, third-year guy onto okay. your team because you can afford them, mm -hmm. right? 
Mm. Besides LaMelo, because you already said him, mm. who would you pick? So, Stephen, now we get the luxury of picking somebody else. Who would I pick? All right. You got a first question. Who are you letting go out of James and Kyrie? Second question, out of the three first-year guys in the league, who are you bringing over? I'm let, I'm not to let go of James, honestly. I feel like I feel like all the offense and dribbling is good and stuff, but like I don't need that. Kyrie could do all that, and Kyrie at least tries to play defense. So I, I'm gonna get out, get rid of James. Who would I bring on to the team? A rookie or a sophomore, or third year, or third year? Oh, so, oh, mm. oh. that's a good pick, Stephen. That's a great pick, actually. That's a great pick. I forgot about him. But I'm about to, I'm about to change them. Change up. There's only three, like three years. You're making a, a totally different big three. You, KD, who's that last person you bringing over? Mm. Or big four, because you already have Kyrie. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a shooting guard. Oh, we need a shooting guard. Well, I'm out the race. Next time we gotta put money on this, Steven. <laughs> Start betting on talk your exposure. Uh, see, I'm not gonna lie. I'm I might take it might be Anthony Edwards, honestly. Might be taking go ahead, explain your explain your logic, my fault. Because yeah, he needs to yeah, he takes like I feel like he takes wild shots because of the situations he's in right now. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's another, you know, he's another good scoring punch. He can he can catch and shoot a little bit. He's athletic, as we know, in the open court. And I feel like he could be another, he could be a good fourth option. Like he's, in Minnesota, he's like what the right now he's the first, but really he's probably like the third when when Cat and everybody else are scoring. So mm-hmm. I'll say I'll say Anthony Edwards. So let me ask you this question: If yeah. your option was a four-year guy plus. Who would your shooting guy be? Four-year guy plus. Steven, this one. I'm just curious. I'm curious to know if it, if it would have changed anything. I could be wrong. You're not going to pick him. You're not going to pick him. Four-year guy plus. Mm. I don't even know. And, uh, hold on. Let me switch that. Because that's tough, Steven. I would go... Because... I would go I'd go a healthy, healthy clay, but clay not healthy. You know, a healthy clay. <laughs> you can't go wrong with healthy clay. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It wasn't within the perfect world. <laughs> but I, I do agree with that. Healthy clay is. You can never go wrong with, with him and him and Joe Harris come off the bench. Oh, that's that's too much shooters. That's actually who who I said who I said. That's actually who I said. And let's not, I said Luca. I said Luca. But um, Luca. I would Luca, but I feel like Luca and Kyrie would clash. Okay. Because Luca's not a like really good, he's not a really good shooter, and he needs the ball in his hand, and Kyrie also needs the ball in his hand. So you're right. You're right. In that yeah. scenario, you're right. Now, Jay, you know, there's a lot of NBA games on these days. You know, who's, you know, who do you watch in the NBA? You, and you're going to say, you know what, tonight I'm going to turn on the television and watch this guy. Who are those couple of players that you do watch oh, on a consistent basis? Definitely KD and and the rest of his teammates. Definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely LaMelo. You got to watch what LaMelo plays. Um, Dame. Uh, or mm-hmm. Dame. Who else? CJ as well. CJ is great. CJ is underrated for sure. CJ, yeah. Uh, who else? Not so, not so much LeBron and AD and them. Like, I don't, if they're facing Andrew like some boys. Yeah, I don't really... It's, I don't really watch them like that. Uh, who else? He's going to be happy. But there's somebody else on oh, the Yeah, you damn right will be happy. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely John Moran. When John Moran plays, I got to watch. Okay. okay. I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah. Oh, and Devin Booker. Devin tough. Booker's underrated. Well, D-Book's underrated. Tough, 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 tough. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jen, we, we asked all of, our, all, all of our guests this last question to conclude the show. But we got to ask you, though, who is somebody that you like to see on Talk Your Exposure? But here's a kicker, though. If we can't get them on the show, you got to help us get them on. Somebody. Let's see. Let's see. Oh. Either. Oh, my. Mikhail. 
Macintosh. Oh, he'd be he'd be good on the show. That guy's you know? hilarious, bro. Mm. We 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 we've been we've been talking about him for about a month and a half or two two months now. No debate. Yeah. No, not McCall Macintosh. Maybe, maybe I'm tripping. All right. Maybe somebody else. I'm tripping. Yeah, he definitely he'd definitely be a good one. He has a. We both went to the same prep school, so he has his own story with that. And he went high major, and he plays overseas. So I feel like yeah, be a good. That'd be definitely a good one. And Jalen, we want, we gotta ask you though. You know, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me at Lil Durant underscore thirty five. Just on on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Say no more. Say no more. Hey, be, be, before we end the show, man, and I, and I give my outro. I got to shout out Dar- Darnell, man. You know, Darnell was a good sport for this one today, bro. Darnell was a good sport for this one today. You know, we 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 got him a lot today. But shout out Darnell, man. Darnell, that's Darnell you know, that's right. you, you... Huh? That's my, that's my brother right there. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love, man. It's all love. I know, I've known that guy since I was in grade 8, I want to say. Grade 8 or grade 9, I want to say. But the man had the man got better every single year. I tell everybody. The man, he's still the same hairline from grade 9. The hairline's <laughs> never changed. The hair's never changed. You know, his body type has obviously changed a little bit, but in just in mm-hmm. terms of, of the actual game and stuff, he's progressed so much from great nights till now. So I want to give a quick shout-out to Darnell because I know he's, he's going to listen to this whole episode. So shout-out to Darnell, man. Darnell's definitely underrated. Underrated. Facts. I've been saying that. Facts. Yes. Definitely. Hey, today today we were alongside guest uh, Jalen Penny, who is a former Division One basketball player, current pro basketball player, and, of course, a Tobin basketball player. One more time, Jalen, we want to thank you for your time. We want you to stay safe. Stay healthy. You know, we hope to see you back on the court soon. And we yeah. wish you nothing but prayers moving forward, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you, man. Thanks for having me.